Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, self-discovery and success coach, self-published author, passionate creator, and leader towards helping you reach your highest potential. Here, I share the heartfelt lessons and obstacles that I had to learn throughout much of my own journey that I'm still grasping, but I'm so excited to share with you all on this podcast where I'll be expressing all of my best insights as well with some of these like-minded connections such as coaches, entrepreneurs, and influencers who I've been so blessed to meet on this path with me and have mastered the art of creating their own success story from rock bottom. From all things to career, money mindset, love and relationships, spirituality and manifestation, it's all here for you to gain the key to unlocking the future that awaits for you to start showing up today. Your goals matter, your dreams matter, your happiness matters, and it's time to start turning the page to a new chapter that is ready to be written towards the lifestyle that you can start saying yes to by simply knowing and believing that you were made for more. Hello guys, welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Today's topic is going to be a little bit different. I believe I haven't really touched much on the title from above, which is going to be diving more into imposter syndrome. I feel like a lot of my one-to-one clients have been going through this phase of trying to overcome their own beliefs from success. And as a success and self-discovery coach, it is my passion to kind of help you overcome these beliefs, these barriers, and these obstacles of getting out of your own way and really trying to beat that imposter syndrome to the curb. (laughs) So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of today's episode. It is going to be a really good one, and I'm excited to share with you quite more statistical facts and different types of imposters that a lot of us go through, a lot of us struggle with, a lot of us can probably relate to. And it's going to be fun to maybe even define yourself with one or a few or definitely all of them. I definitely was going through them myself and I was like, wow, like I relate to all of these on a personal level. So allow this episode to give you some more insight if this is what you're going through, if this is what you feel totally relates to you feel free to reach out to me and we can kind of discover how we can overcome that barrier for you, how we can propel you moving forward. How can we really start setting you up for those next steps to receiving the success that you want to be fulfilled with? With that being said, this month is also Virgo season. It is my birthday month and I touched on the realms of Virgo season, the benefits that we should be expecting with the lovely astrologer, Julian Elizabeth, in last week's episode. Feel free to go check that out as well because I wanted to offer you a free monthly giveaway included with today's episode going forward until September 30th. If you don't know or if you haven't been following me on social media at Burgundy Bell, that is where I post consistent updates. I post client success stories and I post multiple ways so that we can connect. And with that being said, including a lot of these monthly free 
giveaways. And since it was my birthday month, I already promoted a free ebook out into the world on the week of my birthday, which was about two weeks ago. And I'm excited to spread the love and spread the positivity. And I'm willing to help spread my personal abundance and helping you guys also do this with me. You know, this is all for spreading love and enlightenment, empowerment, And the beauty of coaching, like honestly, allowing others to feel like they can truly go after their dreams, they can truly fulfill their standards of success, and they can go after getting stuck out of their own way and truly embracing the life that they can't stop thinking about. And it's just so much goodness, so much greatness, so much love and positivity. And as previously stated, I do have a free ebook on my website. I also have the post linked on my Instagram. So feel free to go follow me. I will leave the description. I will leave the link in the description box below. As long as you share the free ebook, you share the post, you tag me in the post as well. Easily puts you in the box to win $20 as well as writing the podcast, rating your favorite episode, leaving me a very positive review, reaching out to me, sharing your love and support. It is always truly, truly appreciated. You could win a chance to win $40 by doing both, or you could do one or the other that you feel comfortable with. Any kind of support is truly, truly appreciated. And just know in the back of your mind that you are doing a good deed. This is not trying to sleazily sell anyone. This is truly just allowing the word of coaching, the word of love, the the word of positivity, the word of being able to be a part of changing someone's life. You never know who's on the other end of the spectrum that is feeling stuck in their life, that is looking for that sign, like I was a year ago, that maybe you are too, that is looking for someone to spread that curiosity, to spread the sign of, hey, this is actually something I'm looking for. This could be something that could truly benefit me. That is the beauty of social media. We have to share. We have to get the word out there. And that is my duty. That is my passion. And I'm excited to share that abundance with you. In addition, of course, you know, there is also a referral program for the most chance to win up to $200. I do have a referral program if you're willing to tell somebody about the beauty of coaching, allow someone to truly ignite what the powerful transformation of coaching does. If you refer someone, a potential client that's willing to invest with me, you automatically, without a doubt, get up to $200 that we can discuss in the DMs or when you're willing to connect with me because that is truly changing someone's life. That That's truly being a good friend. That's truly being able to say, hey, I know this girl that can truly help you get unstuck that can truly help you find that ideal career that can truly help you find that perfect relationship that can truly help you rewire a lot of these complacent beliefs that are that are holding you back from a life that is more freeing is more abundant is more filled with wealth and love and and personal growth like that is just like why wouldn't you want to why wouldn't you want to share that like why wouldn't you want to help someone dive into more of themselves and and truly be able to rediscover what makes them truly happy and at peace and feel free and abundant on their own terms. That is the, that is the passion of coaching. And so I can't wait to see who wins this monthly free giveaway. Um, I will always be at the end of this month, I will be picking a random person, a lucky winner in that box, uh, a container of everyone who decides to participate in the monthly giveaway. As you know, it is free abundance. It is free money. We don't have to work hard for it when we are doing it with a good and loving purpose. So what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is defined as a psychological phenomenon. This mentality affects 
the highly devoted individuals who find it rather difficult to own their success or achieve their desires or praise their accomplishments or all of the above. So a lot of this stems with self-doubt, self-criticism, self-lack. These are a huge part of the terminology with imposter syndrome. In most, if not all cases, they overlap the recognition of having that education, the experience, or the sufficiency to achieve said goal. This is more of an example that I like to talk about. So say in the beginning of when I decided that I wanted to be a coach, you know, like who was I to be a coach? Like who was I to be working at the banking industry, multiple corporate ladders and come out, quit my job and decide to be a coach, decide to start a business, decide to just quit cold turkey and change people's lives, like actually do something that a lot of the world needs nowadays. And it's quite saddening that I got a lot of backlash for that. I got a lot of people like questioning me, like, what the heck was I doing? Like, like I felt like a fraud. I felt like I had to live up to other people's expectations in the beginning because who was I to think that I could make a difference in the world? Who was I to quit my stable income job and, you know, start fresh and start clear? You know, I was absolutely scared shitless. And I had a lot of thoughts in the beginning. I was honestly doubting myself. You know, I didn't have all the tools. I didn't have much people around me truly supporting me. I maybe had like two or three people, if that, that were like, oh, wow, like I could totally see you doing that. But of course, I still lacked the sufficiency. I lacked the the belief in myself to say I can make a business. I can show up on social media as somebody that wants to make a difference. I can show up with positivity. I can show up with more than just posting a picture of my dog or posting a picture of the bagel I ate this morning (laughs) or posting the dinner that I ate at that restaurant. Like I can be someone that actually shows people that you can become the best version of yourself. And a lot of times, like that being said, my self-critic would always tell me like, people don't care about that people don't care about positivity. People don't care for you to constantly show up every day and try to convince them that, you know, coaching is is worth a service that's being paid for. You know, like I I felt like I wasn't going to make it. I felt like, you know, is is coaching like really like a, a thing that I can do? Like, can I really do this? You know, and I'm a very highly devoted individual as this term says, like I was always a goal getter. So to have that imposter syndrome in the very beginning, I felt like the universe kind of sent me this sign uh, when I first started getting into the course of my certification. And I was able to travel down to Charlotte and truly experience the power and the livelihood, the sisterhood of coaching in itself. I met thousands of coaches down there. It was such a surreal feeling. I can't even like put it into words. Honestly, it was a solo trip and I felt like I'm going to do this. Like it totally erased my imposter syndrome at, at its extent. Of course, I still had like some weeks and I still do sometimes where I'm like, do people really care about coaching? Like, do people really care what I have to say? And a lot of those thoughts are are self-critic. There are self-doubt. There are self-lack, especially when we show up. And I think a lot of us get too fixated on what other people think is successful besides our own, because we're surrounded by people that are imposters. (laughs) We're surrounded by people that 
have their own version of success and they're only dedicated to working up that corporate job or they're only dedicated to going back to college for multiple degrees and like because that's the way society wires success. With that being said, let's get into what the different types of imposters are and how can we truly define ourselves and and be able to reframe the way that we think and the way that we behave, the way that we determine success and how can we truly start to revolve the patterns of self-doubt, self-lack, self-critical, like how can we truly become successful out of these patterns that hold us back? So the first one that we all are familiar with and we've all been probably a victim of at one point or another is the perfectionist. The perfectionist loves to focus on how something should be specifically done. They want 110% for any project or any assignment each and every single time. They may experience lack of not having everything in order and having to overachieve and overextend themselves to extreme burnout and make sure that it lives up to perfection. Otherwise, they will feel like a failure. These people subconsciously will always hold themselves at a very high standard and can be their own worst enemy. They have a specific outlook on receiving success and are too dependable on that specific outcome rather than taking it easy on themselves if they just so happen to forget one minor detail. So the perfectionist is a very huge trait that, of course, especially if you're a Virgo like me, or in general, like perfectionism is one of the crucial parts of especially starting a business or trying to get the next promotion in your current career or, you know, whether you're planning something or working on a project or building something from scratch, whatever that may look like to you, the perfectionism usually gets too wrapped up in what success should look like versus what their version of success entails. In this um, regard, you know, they, they have to realize like it's not about perfection. And this was a huge lesson for me. And I always teach my clients, it's not about practice makes perfect. I hate that quote because I was a victim to that quote. You know, I'm not trying to be perfect. We're not trying to be the best. We're just trying to make progress. We're trying to make growth. We're trying to learn. We're trying to indulge. We're trying to pick up then we're trying to learn from our mistakes. We're trying to be better than we were before, but that doesn't mean trying to be the best in, than any other person. And so this is about knowing that success comes by being more authentically yourself. And if that means diving deeper into figuring out who you are at your core without the need to obsess over every little detail or obsess over trying to be the best at everything you do, it's more about living without the compulsive need to be better than someone else or trying to be better in someone else's eyes, and more so becoming better than average in your own terms, you know? Sometimes I feel like it also comes down to if we don't do something to the extreme capacity, like we feel like we're going to fail, and that's absolutely not the case. I know I have suffered from this multiple times, and we have to stop thinking that if we don't give like 110%, that 100% is a failure, you know, or that it's not good enough, you know, because we've done enough we've done a hundred percent we've done even if it's 75 percent like it's better than nothing you know we have to stop demeaning our success as if we don't have the best or we have to be the best because we're a failure if that means we're not striving for like our highest potential i never try to 
you know, give people the misconception as a success coach that like, you know, strive for your highest potential. It's not to say that every single time, every single step, every single leap that you make, you're not going to crash and burn. You're not going to have negative thoughts. You're not going to have certain ideas or certain ways of thinking that, you know, you're not going to make it because it's, it's totally normal to have those thoughts. It's totally normal to say, I want a certain thing or I want a certain outcome and still think if it hasn't happened yet, like you're not doing enough or you're not good enough or you're not doing the right things or you're, you, you have to implement different steps. But really, it's about knowing that you are perfect as you are and you are doing the best you can and you are implementing all the steps and you're making progress. And that's what matters. And when you make when you do these certain practices and you're and you're you're working your way up your own success ladder, it's not about perfection. It's about striving to be yourself and and becoming more comfortable with who that is in the process so that you can feel fulfilled so that you can feel successful so that you can feel an overflow of ease and abundance at the top and it's not like you're going to underappreciate all the progress that you've made because that's the problem with today's societies we're so obsessed with being perfect we're so obsessed with showing up on social media and trying to look a certain way or we're so obsessed with you know trying to say the right thing for certain people to understand us or accept us and like we have to stop doing that like we have to stop thinking that you know if we're not the perfect version of someone else's idea of success that we're not going to win because that's absolute bull crap (laughs) that's that's bullcrap the fear of failure is so detriment and I know because I've struggled with this imposter syndrome my entire life but generally speaking like I had to learn that my fear of failure usually counteracted with the fear of success and that's literally what imposter syndrome is like it's it's being afraid to own your success it's being afraid to believe that you are worthy of success which means you're always subconsciously setting yourself up to fail with having this like pit in your stomach this underlying feeling that you don't want to fail and so you're kind of like stuck in the middle and that's where the imposter is of trying to be perfect of trying to be all these different imposters and not really sure which which needle or which way to move your needle in the version that you get to live up to your success. You get to find those standards that don't wear you down from living like this perfectly unflawed individual because that's just not realistic. <laughs> so in order to overcome this, we have to start showing up in a belief that we are worthy enough as we are. And that gives us all the more growth to attract the success that feels really good to us. So the next one the next imposter on the list is the natural genius. And it's often these people are considered very hard workers, very high achievers, and even to an extent of being a perfectionist. They have a tendency to look at the pros in their field and wonder, why am I not there yet? Why have I not reached that level that other people have? Why have I not, you know, made it as far as someone else? You know, they don't often realize that this mid-stage process, which is what I was kind of referring to a few minutes ago, is called learning. And it takes the beginners of starting from scratch, of starting a new and improved version of yourself or starting new at something, creating the life that you you want or, or manifesting the outcomes you want or whatever it is that you're trying to work hard towards, you know, and not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. And in this, in, in this case, you know, if they haven't gotten to a certain level of fulfillment or purpose or happiness or success or wealth, they usually question their own capabilities. 
And this often accuses them of thinking that, you know, people are just born that way. People are just born talented. People are just born skilled, you know, and and then they get frustrated because then they start trying all these different things. They're trying different ways to like live up to what that person looks like, what that person has achieved instead of them. And they kind of suffer from this this outlook of some people just automatically have success and it works so well for them and they have all this great luck while they suffer from not having that. And the key here is to realize instead of trying to pinpoint everywhere you're going wrong, it's developing a growth mindset in the process so that these types of people that are dictated as a natural genius are able to grow and sustain the effort that they can improve with the abilities and the skills and the talents into those areas of lack rather than isolation or self-doubt or self-critic. You know, whereas, you know, instead of having a fixed mindset, they can stop predicting that certain people are just born with the skill, you know, because sometimes it takes earning those steps. It takes earning those capabilities. It takes owning your own worth and stepping out of the box then thinking that, you know, successful people didn't also have to do the same. Number three is experts. Experts strive for more knowledge, more experience, more promotions or awards. Even if they have success and fame in their field of expertise, they struggle with thinking that they don't and never will have enough to feel successful. These kinds of examples are you tend to prepare yourself fully by diving into so many books, so many courses, so many coaches, so many trainings. Before you attempt to really take the big leap on your own, before you take a big project or you bite the bullet and create your own foundation of security and success, you avoid maybe applying for jobs because you don't meet all the qualifications. Even if you've been learning or working for a specific niche in your career for years, you still feel like you're just not doing enough or you're incapable of doing enough to reach a certain level of accomplishment. So this kind of relates back to the other two. Instead of focusing on everything you need to do to be the best, focus more on what smaller avenues you can dive into that will propel you further down the path that feels more aligned to you, which means more focusing on accumulating one skill instead of dividing your attention to learning every single thing. So it's almost referring to when you're going up this, you know, stream of different steps or you're building upon this life of your dreams, you're finding your ideal career path, you're building that perfect relationship. It's not about like being the best. It's not about learning every single thing about that person. It's not about learning every little minor detail all at once. It's all about simply focusing at the task at hand, simply devoting to the next step in the process instead of trying to have it all together, instead of having to have it all figured out. It's not it's not going to it's not going to be as smooth sailing if you're going to try to have it all figured out. It's almost like when you take a certain leap somewhere, especially with coaching or you take a big investment, you want to know that you have the whole picture laid out in front of you as a cushion to know that if you spend this money, if you take that next job, if you invest in this next relationship that it's going to work out, but it's just more about the next steps, taking those smaller steps into igniting that bigger picture and being being able to create that from your bare hands at your own will with your own courage and and grace and and motivation and dedication to make it as you want. The fourth one I know we've all struggled with including myself and this one is called the rugged individualist. 
the rugged individualist believes that they can do everything themselves and prefers to do things without asking for help. They believe asking others is a sign of weakness or a sign of they can't do it on their own because shouldn't they know what they're doing? Shouldn't they have all the answers? Shouldn't they just try to wait it out? And shouldn't they just try to figure out if maybe they can just do it on their own because they've had to be and learn how to be their own best friend? I felt this one really hard because I feel like we all struggle with overworking ourselves on trial and erroring different steps and different habits and different relationships and different careers. And we go through this whole rabbit hole of relentlessly investing all of our time and energy, trying to figure it all out for ourselves on what really fits and what shoe really is meant for us to walk in and what habits really align to our better needs and We refuse to ever ask someone else or try to seek accountability for the results that we want. I think it's mostly because every time we do ask people for advice, they kind of give us their own perspective. They give us their own bias. They give us their own insight on how it's worked out for them in the past. And most times it ends up being negative. And most times they don't really encourage you or hold you accountable for what you truly want from your life. These people internally will wait things out. The individualists will prefer to feel ready for the right time to take action because they'd like to gather a little bit more. They like to try every other opportunity that feels more safe and secure. They prefer small risks instead of bigger ones, which ultimately leads them down a longer path of waiting to achieve those results that they're craving to have, especially when they're way too stubborn and way too independent to ask for help. So it may be hard, but the problem of not asking others may be because you haven't been surrounded with the right people. People's limiting beliefs are so freaking like detrimental to your growth. And I don't think we realize that every time we ask people for help or we ask them for advice or we simply just tell them good news, like we tell them good news that happened to us and they kind of just hush us down or they give us all of the bad news or the bad outcomes or they just kind of make us feel or set us up for what if we fail. And that's absolutely ludicrous. I hate that so much. And I think when we surround ourselves entirely with those types of people, that's the that's the problem is that we're, we're too hesitant to ask for help. We're too hesitant to truly seek the growth that we need to achieve the, the next level that we're looking for. So we have to ask ourselves, like, who are the people that we truly surround ourselves with? Who are the people that we spend our time with? The people that we invest our time and, and conversations with and asking for help? Like, if they're not the type of people that we can go to to ask for support, then we have to start seeking the people that will give us the support that we're looking for, you know? And last but not least, the last imposter that we have on the list is called the superwoman slash the superman. This one kind of resonates with the rest of them. I feel like they all have their own little niche. They all have their own little traits, but... This one I know we all have suffered from, which is the one who takes on way more responsibility than they should. They have a difficult time saying no, and often this results to overworking and people-pleasing too often. So they may find themselves very fatigued, suffering from exhaustion, and most days they lack the ability to ever feel successful in what they're doing, and especially in their personal life. 
So this kind of reminds me of the individualist as well. You know, the people that, you know, love to go, go, go. And they're like extreme, highly motivated achievers. And they love to do everything. They love to take on more than they should. They love to take on more projects. They love to work for the extra money. They love to just go, go, go. Like they can't really hold themselves back or truly like sit with themselves and be able to feel present with the success that they have achieved or feel like they can be at peace with the results that they've that they've had. All of these really stem with the constant need to overwork, the constant need to please, the constant need to feel like success is just like this never-ending path that we're never going to to have, you know? And I feel like that also goes in terms with money as well. Like we feel like money can be the root of this unfulfilling lifestyle that we have, you know, whether that's, you know, overworking ourselves at a job. Say we have a job that gives us 40K a year and that's better than minimum wage, right? Like you're about making $20 an hour. Success can look like that from somebody that's making minimum wage, you know, versus somebody that's making 40K is more looking at someone who's successful making 80k you know vice versa someone at 80k may think six figures is successful someone at 100k may think a million dollars is successful and like we're just constantly hungry for the next level we're constantly hungry for success that keeps piling and piling and and getting farther and farther away from us you know where you are like it's not a bad thing to want more money it's not a bad thing to want another job that gives you more security that allows you to pay your bills with ease that allows you to buy the things that you want with ease that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying chasing success for 100k or a million dollars is ever a bad thing if anything like that's truly a desire that was put on your heart for a reason. There's some people that don't even want a million dollars. There's some people that don't even want a hundred thousand dollars a year because they know that their terms of success do not require them to work extra hard or that's just not the lifestyle that they built out for themselves. Maybe that could be a limiting belief. Maybe that could be just because they've been able to pay their bills with ease. They've been able to find a life that they feel comfortable with. And that's totally fine. Whether that's a nine to five, whether that's building a business that gives you that passive income, like it doesn't matter. The point being is like success gets to be determined on your on your point of view. It gets to be determined by your story, by your standards, by your boundaries, by your outlook. And if we keep thinking that we have to keep chasing success as if it's all the way at like the end of the years ahead, we'll never truly be fulfilled with the accomplishments that we have, which is exactly what imposter syndrome is all about. It's also just about feeling like, you know, you can't succeed without having all the answers or you have to do everything right or, you know, you have to gain everyone's support in order to feel accepted And that's just not the case. Like there's going to be people that will always not see what you're doing. Like they're not going to understand. They're not going to actually like praise you. Like I I was telling my client yesterday, like, you know, if she wants to become a coach, if she wants to stand out and build her own business, and this goes to everyone. Like if you have a gift, if you have this desire and this like instinctual knowing that you are meant for that standard of success that's like in your heart. Like it is it is not anyone's job to affirm that. It is not anyone's job to recognize that. 
like the right people will do that. The right people will want to receive your gifts. The right people will want to acknowledge you. The right people will come and, 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 uh, and applaud you in the process, you know, and being able to reaffirm, reevaluate, reframe those beliefs that, you know, we can't do said thing. We can't do X, Y, Z until we have this. A lot of imposter syndrome stems from limiting beliefs and limiting beliefs are beliefs that hold you back, you know, that beliefs that give you fear, that that feel like rejection, that feel like you have to be perfect in order to do the said thing. You have to have everything in order. And this could be stemming from the perfectionist, the individualist that thinks they don't need support, thinks that they can just do it all on their own. Like a lot of these people, you know, they seem to think like people are just born that way. People are born with success, that we have to have everything together. We have to have everything perfect. So in order to truly ever get out of an imposter syndrome, bottom line is to realize your worth. It's just about getting out of your own way. It's just about writing down these beliefs that you have, writing down what is really holding you back. You know, every time an, an exciting opportunity walks into your life, sit down with yourself, you know, be able to analyze what are these thoughts that are coming up for me and how can I reframe them? How can I simply shift the the outlook? How can I shift the way I look at the things that I truly desire? One of my biggest things that helped me was in the beginning when I totally shut out coaching, I would look at these people and be like, how dare they make money offline while I'm stuck in a nine to five job that I absolutely hate? You know, how dare they, you know, show up and try to give all this positivity when I don't feel close to positive at all with where I'm at. I went from saying I can't quit my job or I can't build a coaching business. I can't become a coach. I can't be like them instead of how how can I be like them? Like, how can I start to quit my job? How can I feel encouraged to quit my job? How can I feel safe? How can I maneuver the needle in my success story to the, the places that are um, encouraging me for growth, that are, are begging me to start growing? How can I start taking that next step that allows me to feel comfortable quitting my job, that allows me to feel comfortable starting a coaching business like how can I start implementing these steps how can I start believing myself like how can I start seeking that accountability how can I start determining those steps and what they look like for me and in order to do that like I had to ask for help I had to ask for support I had to find somebody that was willing to help me reframe those beliefs and that is the beauty of coaching and like you're going to resonate with some coaches and you're not going to resonate with some others like you are going to resonate with the person that you feel can help you get out of the rut that you're in and that's what matters and it's not a shame to invest your money in somebody that's willing to transform your mindset for a lifetime you know like people spend thousands of dollars on random materialistic goods that they just leave in their driveway they leave on the shelf they leave in their house and they barely ever look at again which is like kind of insane to me because I feel like coaches get stemmed as a fraud for charging for certain services why can't we just go to therapy or why can't we just you know, try to figure it out on our own. But the problem is I was trying to figure it out on my own. I was trying to go to therapy for many years and still never found the answer I was looking for until I met a coach. Because 
coaching is transformational. It's not just listening to your problems and, and hearing you talk about how you feel like an imposter. It's getting you out of the imposter syndrome. That's how I see it. So so I hope you guys resonated with today's episode. I hope that you found the insight that you were looking for. Maybe I hit some of those cores in the right spots within your within your heart because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to remind you of your worth. I'm here to remind you that you're not meant to be an imposter forever. I'm here to remind you that there are people out there that are willing to get you to the next step of your success. And I'm here to remind you that that is my passion. And that is that is me showing up every single day, even though I don't have a million podcast downloads, even though I don't have a million clients, and I don't have a million dollars. Like Success to me, I realized, is allowing myself to feel abundant in the growth of other people, you know, allowing others to feel inspired by my words, allowing others to look up to me in a way that not is superior, but more and empowering, you know, like I'm here to lead, I'm here to guide, I'm here to allow others to ignite that shift within themselves that I discovered not too long ago. Like, it is so possible for you and it doesn't have to feel like this never ending road of having certain accomplishments and never giving yourself enough credit. Like, honestly, that is a huge part of growth, giving yourself credit, giving yourself the credibility, giving yourself the desire, the desire and the want to succeed and feel successful with every step along the way. You know, like it doesn't have to feel so far away. It can feel like it's right here, right now. And success is knocking on your door. That's what I feel like every day. Every day I wake up and and success is knocking on my door. Gratitude's knocking on my door. Blessings are coming at my door. And I'm ready to receive them. I'm ready to ignite them. I'm ready to appreciate them. Whether that's a new client, another opportunity to grow in my business, whether that's a, a good home-cooked meal, whether that's a new journal, whether that's a new vision board, whether that's a new opportunity to grow within myself and and my purpose and my potential. That is the beauty and the power of growth. That is knowing that you are on the right path. That is knowing that the universe gets to bless you as you are. And it doesn't have to be this never ending constant fixation on the right time or the right amount of money to feel at peace, to feel successful, to feel abundant, to feel fulfilled with where you are and and who you are every single day. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Much needed insight in here. I'm so proud to show up today and give you some tips and insight on, on how to start achieving that next step to what your story looks like today. Feel free to reach out to me on the DMs at Burgundy Bell if you wish to connect or check out my website for more information on how to start framing your success story today. And don't forget about the free monthly giveaway that I have going on that is a chance to win some extra moolah in your pocket. I'm excited just to bless you with more abundance in any way that I can. And with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Leave me a comment, leave me a review. Let me know what are your thoughts and feedback and any suggestions you have moving forward. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you in the next episode.